I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. Magical friends, I'm Ali Michelle. And I'm Raquel Mantra, and welcome to Your Own Magic Podcast. Our intention is to connect you with the most inspiring thought leaders and visionaries and share some of our experiences and wisdom to help you unleash your own magic. Yes, we're so grateful you're spending this present moment with us today. Now let the magic begin. The language of feeling is so much more powerful than what any word or thought or action you may take. Like you said, listen to the language of feeling. Does it feel right in your body? Because sometimes we have this mentality of like, I'm gonna stay no matter what, and I'm going to be there and figure this out. And maybe what that person needs is for you to walk away. Now let the magic begin. Hello, Soul Tribe. Hello, Soul Tribe, or Yomis. Yomis, rolling with the Yomis. Rolling with, with the, the Yomis. Uh, mm, <laughs> I'm trying. You guys. So this week, we're going to do something a little different. Yeah. Um, we have some kind of rapid fire questions for each other. Rapid-ish. Rapid-ish. We're going to be somewhat like We're, we're kind of like sloths over here. So that, but, but <laughs> <laughs> sloths and also, you know how we roll. We really can't just yeah. say one word. We're so when I say like, rapid fire, I mean Hawaii style. Ah, uh, <laughs> that is brilliant. Yeah. Um, so we don't know what we're going to ask each other, but we just came up with eight questions. <laughs> As we're like moving the I'm laptops like, away from each other. No freaking. No freaking. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm excited oh yeah. There's too. a camera. I know. Hi. Right. We're this is so this weird. First, by the way, this is why we have a podcast because we're like not used to video, but we're, no. we're figuring our shit out. It's fine. Rolling with, with the yummies. Are you ready? I'm ready. Mm, you want to ask me first? Yeah, let's, or, oh, let's go. Yeah, okay. Oh, I think or I should ask one. You should ask one. I That's ask more one. fun. Okay. 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 Let's ready? do it. Yeah. Wait. I need to get in an easy seated position because I'm not comfortable. Okay. <laughs> Your first one's probably going to be super deep because mine's not. Oh, perfect. Well. What is the purpose of having a human experience and why do you think we're on planet Earth in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to 
ask you my first question now. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So why are we here? What's the purpose of life? Yes. Tap so it. what I'm doing right now, by the way, guys, is because that was like, what? I need to close my eyes for a moment. Take it in. Why are we on this earth? What is the purpose of having a human experience? Why do you think we're here in the first place? So I'm definitely going to say why I think I'm here. By the way, it's 222 numerology. But I'm definitely going to say why I think we're here because I do not have the authority to speak on why we are here having a human experience. Well, I would love to hear your ponderings, your theories, your... Yeah, I'm out of words. Well, (laughs) one thing I do know for sure, though, is that all of us are pure love and light. And to learn to share that and cultivate this experience within each other and to rid the darkness that is super powerful. But us humans, we are way more powerful than that darkness. So we are here to bring each other up so no one stands alone and to connect as one and to find that and do in doing that then all this darkness that is going on and taking over the world and as we tap in to and I'm not talking about woman but just tap into that yin that feminine mm-hmm. energy that when at this time as there's so much masculine yang energy that is taking over and I'm not talking about men guys <laughs> I'm just talking about the energy as that is taking over right now and a little dominant to where it's off balance. I think in this human experience, we're learning to balance the yin and the yang so we can live in harmony. And that is hard right now, but I notice more and more, more people are really just crying for more love and to feel better and more connected. And so that is why we're here, to connect and be one and balance. So recap, the way to alchemize darkness is through love. And something that like was really interesting hearing Shaman Durek say actually was like um, those thoughts of insecurity and judgment, self-deprecation, like that's darkness. That's not you. Yeah. So do you think that, hey, this was one question. Yeah, (laughs) but but like, fine, (laughs) keep going. (laughs) But like, come on, it's important. Do you think... um, that love is a choice we make in each moment. Like that that's how we alchemize the darkness. Or is there kind of like the spontaneous Eckhart Tolle style awakening? Like what are your, what are your thought processes? Well, (laughs) Allie Watts, you know my thought process. Okay. No. Um, It's, we would like to think it's a choice. But I think that that is just innately in us. I think our truest selves will always choose love. But that darkness, that is not us. And that is actually a beautiful thought to know that that voice, that darkness, that Shaman Dirk, you know, he just, he's like, nope, nope, don't, don't, you're not going to be here right now. You're not Mm -hmm. going, I'm not listening to you. You're not welcome here right now. That that voice is not us that anything whatever judgment isn't that kind of amazing to know that whatever pain we're experiencing whatever we're judgment we're experiencing about another that that's not us at all mm. if you step outside of yourself and you, you see yourself like in a movie and you're just observing and you're like wow so if you're caught in like a judgment spiral or whether it to be to yourself or someone else something cool that I've been doing lately is like stepping back and just like Hmm. is this from my soul Mm -hmm. and if the answer is no then I'm like okay you go yeah you go thought (laughs) yeah yeah I think that's a question that we should always ask ourselves in the moment when we just feel like we are consumed and being bombarded with negativity Mm -hmm. or if we are about to react in a way that isn't from love or if we are about to react and we, it, you know what though? One thing I've noticed is that that mind or that voice can be so tricky because the more in tune you get, the stronger the forces are, I think. Mm. I really do think this is in, they will manipulate someone's mind to think that this is okay and interpret the situation as something that is 
okay and for them and for their highest good and everyone else's highest good where there really is no highest because everybody else is on a pedestal this is something that we've learned recently from shaman Durek that that just places someone on a pedestal even your highest self that places you that highest self on a pedestal when it's just really just all together we're all just self right so but that voice this is something that is that shaman Durek never said so this is just my Uh, this is my observation. What I think my voice can easily do is it will manipulate my mind to think, oh, this is still from love and from the highest good. And I'm just going to do it this way, though. It really isn't what best suits my soul. Hmm. Yeah. These are rapid fire questions. Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, speaking of which, so you're going to really love my first question. Okay. I had to place this one at the very forefront of everything. I'm ready. This is at the forefront of my mind today after everything today. Okay. I'm ready. Where do you think fairies exist? (laughs) (laughs) Those of who are listening on the podcast, I hope you can see her face. (laughs) Um, (laughs) where do I think fairies exist? Well, Um, you know, who am I to say, like, I, I would like to think that they exist, um, anywhere in nature, anywhere there's like trees. I can imagine fairies like roaming around and just like yeah. fern gully style, you know? Um, I wonder if they're like dancing around by us. Like, yeah, yeah. maybe they're dancing, maybe Tinkerbell's like up in here. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I have not personally met a fairy in my physical body yet but knock on wood that's happening knock on wood um that's what you do to make something not happen yeah but again I I'm always like I'll never say I don't believe in something yeah um but I like to experience things for myself before I give like a concrete firm answer right so when I meet a fairy I will let you know where they exist I love it yeah I still believe in them (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) If an alien came down to planet Earth and asked you to explain social media and the digital world, how would you describe it? Wow, that is a great question. I love <laughs> it. Um, All right, alien. Wait, what kind of alien are we talking? Like, mm, just an Mars alien. Martian. Just, just an alien. Okay. Just, just an alien. Never been so to planet not, like, Earth. Scary. But you know, the alien comes English. in. Okay. And the alien sees you like on your on this weird box, like scrolling at this virtual reality, it? and they're like, "What is this? This is an amazing platform in which I can communicate with any, pretty much every single being on this planet." earth it is a device for all humans on all from all walks of life on this planet to communicate and to share our own stories and to create our own rhetoric of what we want the world to perceive us to be (laughs) even if sometimes that is not reality but (laughs) this is social media today it is social we're communicating and it's on this device, mm-hmm. this media, this platform. And what is reality? Is this your second question or is this a part of the question? Uh, it just popped into my mind. Answer the question. <laughs> Can you? Okay. There's no sub questions with these rapid fire questions. <laughs> There's no sub questions. <laughs> Do you just not want to answer what reality is? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to answer this though. I'm ready. I'm going to take a stance. All right. And in all honesty, your reality is completely different than my reality. Even though we are together a lot and the people that are listening, all their realities and their perspectives are completely different than our realities. So reality is not even reality. Reality is not even real. It's all our own creation and our own lens and our own perception from our own experiences. So in in that sense, it is real and real to us and the most real that we can possibly make of it. However, we can conceive mm-hmm. it ourselves from everything that we have experienced in life. Do you think it's ever possible for us to share the same perception? 
<laughs> so, so I'll just leave. <laughs> just, I'll you're, just go hide no, in my onesie. Back. Come back in your onesie. I don't want you to go. I'll answer it. But you, oh, you look so cute. Thanks. <laughs> no, but what, what was the question again? <laughs> Do you think Lewis House records his podcasts in onesies? Because we're now super professional. Now he has to. All Lewis right. House, Gretchen If you Urban. listen to this, you better record a podcast in a onesie and then we'll know you listen to this. <laughs> What was your other question? Is it possible for us to ever share the same lens of perception? Ooh, I don't know. I think that no matter what, because we have our own unique brain, I would assume this is something that is beyond my comprehension and something that I can conceive Mm -hmm. because I am not the all almighty God looking into all these lenses if there is such thing. You know what I mean? I, 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 I wouldn't know, but I do think that some lenses are could be so similar like identical twins where they're so similar but there is always going to be that unique something is going to be uniquely different because we've all been tainted in our own ways and we all have our own painted picture of life from the moment we were born unless we were both coming out of the womb at the exact same moment at the exact same time wow that would have really hurt for mama so then what does it mean that we're all one <laughs> are you feeling like interrogated i'm sorry i love this by the way guys we're still on question two of a my round (laughs) this is just how it's gonna go all right this is my last sub question i swear okay okay so i believe you so recap so um if we all have different lenses of perception and reality is just what we essentially think it is based upon where we are on our path at that time, then what does it really mean to all be one? If we're all seeing this entirely different world and this entire different reality is living within us, what does that mean when we say like, I am you, you are me, I'm a version of you, you are a version of me? I'm so glad you that you asked this actually because for the longest time when people said, we're all one. We're all experienced. I'm like, what are you talking about? We're all clearly like that is a tree that is living. That is so different. We have that doesn't even have a brain to comprehend exactly what I'm talking about. This person is a completely different person than I am. How what do you mean that we're all one? But now I'm just recognizing it as all energetically. We all are just energetically connected on this earth. And it's something that I don't even know if words if there are words in our English language that mm-hmm. can really define that oneness, I think that one is that oneness that they talk about. Um, when did it hit me when I recognized like we really are all energetically atoms of one? Like if you were to expand and zoom out and look on the earth, you just see the earth, but that's and we're all there, we're all made up on mm-hmm. there, we're all one on that planet. We're all you and I are having this experience together. And this is part of our, and we have all this energy that is surrounding us, Mm -hmm. but then we're reaching out to these listeners and this energy is reaching out to them too. And then they're passing it along that energy to whoever they see today, even if they're not talking about our podcast or it has nothing to do with the podcast, but somehow we're all energetically connected Mm -hmm. and that's how I see it. Okay. And that is from my own reality, my own perception, my own lens. All right. And it could be completely different than whatever else you are experiencing. Well, that concludes question number two for me. So <laughs> please continue. I don't even remember what the first part of that question was. Something about aliens. Anyways, go on. Are you kidding me? This was my second question. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> you step into an alternate reality. A reality that may be or not of this world. Mm -hmm. A world in which you're surrounded by nature and creatures that make you feel the most alive, the most alley, the happiest version, the best version where you just felt most at bliss within yourself. So, what do you see? Okay, if it's an alternate reality... Mm -hmm. Um, I think in large part the quality of our lives are determined by the quality of our relationships and our connections Um, because I think that 
in the end, relationships are kind of a reflection of how we treat ourselves. And only one of us would be necessary if we saw through the same lens. Like we all can offer a piece of the puzzle based upon our unique perceptions and who we uniquely are. Um, And so I would be surrounded by people that I love and that love me and um, that I can learn from. Like, I I always want to just learn as much as possible from everyone I meet. I think everyone is kind of looking for this, including me, like spiritual master that holds all the answers, but we're all living this life for the first time. We're all experiencing this for the first time. At least I have no recollection of a past life. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think the best teachers in our lives are those closest to us. Yeah. Um, Because those are the people that are our greatest mirrors and... It's more so about the willingness, the willingness to like look at yourself and look at other people and and acknowledge like the light and the dark and acknowledge that um, through awareness, you can find your way back to love. And so, right. okay, but if we're in an alternate reality um, and I'm being completely honest here about what my dream is, there would be like an amazing Milky Way with a moon. I was about to say, when are we going to get to the Milky Way? And (laughs) there would be some bioluminescent waters that I could swim in and lots of like jungle, um, lots of jungle and fireflies and what else? Oh, I could fly total Peter Pan mode. Oh yeah. Um, Flying over gliding. Yeah. I I think that, Ooh, in my alternate reality, people would know the power of their thoughts because they would immediately physically manifest based upon what people think. So if you think I can fly, you can immediately fly. If you think I'm like, I, um, like I can't do this, like immediately it manifests in the physical. So people can really understand like the power of what they're doing based upon their thoughts and it immediately shows up powerful so that's like a very three four five six part answer <laughs> i know so what does the light and the darkness mean to you? just kidding i'm not doing sub questions to you sorry <laughs> um I'll, I'll move on to yours <laughs> uh why are poetry and writing so essential and how do you share it without worrying about anyone else's judgments well first of all when i write it i just write it i just go and I don't actually there's a lot of poetry I have collected that I have written that I haven't even shared yet because it's for me to well poetry and writing for me personally and everybody has their own method but for me personally it is the way to connect with my soul so I can answer the questions that are just stirring inside of me Mm -hmm. but I there's something about that poetic written form that just helps me get it and connect with it. And it's amazing because sometimes when I'll reread it from a different lens, because I also believe that our lenses change as our experiences change. And so I read it and then I have a different interpretation that's still old Raquel, but at the same time, new Raquel. And so not only is writing and poetry, not only is it healing to me in that moment, but also later when I look back and then it can also be helpful for me in my now for whatever I need Mm -hmm. and it's kind of amazing how sometimes it'll pop up but writing poetry I honestly see it as a somebody that does believe that she connects and I'm so open about this like that she I love to connect with my spirits my angels and I think that when I write it's just they know that I need them and their wisdom and to be heard. And so I'll write through that. I'm not going to lie, though, that I feel like some poems of mine have come from an ego place before. And I recognize when those poems are just not from love. It's like how it wraps up. Is this like a wrap up for me to tap into my most empowered, highest self? You know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I've been writing now for, well, writing poetry for a few years well actually a long time I'd say half a decade but then really getting into poetry um, a few years and then diving deep when I went to Bali and it's really become my tool it's almost (laughs) I've, I've heard of one poet talk about it being an addiction but it really has just become my tool for me to feel connected to me and especially if there are times where lately 
I feel like I'm standing, I could be in a crowd, I could be in a room full of people, but because I don't feel so connected that people, those people, I might like stand alone and that's fine, but to stand alone and then write those words so you feel less alone. And then the re- why, why I share it is because I'm like, I, if I feel like sharing it, it, and I also never really regret when I do because I know that it's going to reach somebody that needs to hear it too. And so Mm -hmm. that makes it all worth it. I love it. Yeah. And we all have our different methods and modalities to tap into that. A lot of people paint, right? Music, dance, dance. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) All right. Are we on question three? Mm -hmm. A woman comes to you, a beautiful woman who feels lost she says that she just she doesn't believe in herself she says that there's no hope for her to be anything more than she is right now and she's just desperate to tap into her wild feminine energy that you seem to carry Mm -hmm. how what would you say to her and how would you guide her I would say what excites you? You know what what excites you and scares you a little bit? Is it um is it writing? Is it surfing? Is it having a podcast? Is it standing on your head? Is it <laughs> being an actress or a singer or something? Yes. You know, all the many beautiful different things. Like what excites you? Yeah. Because whatever you were excited about as a child is still in you and it's part of your unique talent. Um, And the wild feminine is not about being the best at anything. It's not about being the most approved of. It's not about um, being the most wealthy or the most um, famous or the most beautiful or the most anything. It's just about being unapologetically, you know, it's just about going for it. Um, and I only started experiencing this when I would just do things anyways, because, um, to be honest, it's not so easy to just kind of, um, try to figure yourself out and share it with the world and receive everyone's opinions, um, about you when you're just trying to figure yourself out and, um, and yeah, it's hard to put yourself out there for anyone because, um, guaranteed, someone is going to think you should do something differently and regardless of whether or not they're right um just have the curiosity to get to know yourself a little more Jim Quick said that you know and then the courage to be yourself like just authentically express yourself as much as possible because honestly you can always do more do differently you're never pinned into being one specific person or one specific identity um you can always change. You are under no obligation to stay where you are. And in fact, I think it's really inspiring when I see someone being relentless in their own growth, you know? Yeah. So I would say you have to just radically believe in yourself for like 20 seconds, just 20 seconds to press the share button, to write the poem, to um, write the script or the movie or whatever it is. You just need like 20 seconds of I 100,000% believe in my worth and myself. And you just got to do that all the time. Wow. Just do it. Go for it. Because um, I don't know that anyone ever feels like they 100% know what they're doing or have their lives together or feels 100% grown up. I don't know anybody. I don't know anyone. My dad's 74 and I don't know if he all the time feels 100% grown up. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure even Oprah has her days of questioning herself, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Let's, you know, Um, so just go for it. Yes. Is what I would say. The wild feminine goes for it. The wild feminine goes for it. I love it. Yeah. Mic drop. Allie Michelle. Wild feminine herself. 
We're going to take a quick break to share our love for our sponsor, Hum Nutrition, who has an amazing giveaway for three of our sponsors. And a side note, I'm honestly super skeptical about any brand that claims to be the cure or the magical elixir to all your issues. But seriously, guys, Hum really does seem to heal almost all. I... I'm going to be honest right now. I have had terrible digestion and chronic bloating since I got back from Bali a few months ago and it put me in a funk for a while. So when a friend recommended hum to me, I took, I decided to take the flatter me and gut instinct tablets. And now let's just say I run a little more smoothly and hum is offering three of our listeners three months of $150 worth of hum products for free, which is amazing. All you have to do is rate and review our podcast on iTunes, send a screenshot to info at yourownmagic.life and tell us that you want to submit for the hum giveaway. Yes. And don't forget about receiving 20% off hum nutrition with our promo code magic. Speaking of the wild feminine, uh, you've spoken so much about truly embracing your shell. And I know our listeners come in every shape, size, age, and ethnicity. So how can we all connect to our own magic and discern the difference between that true empowered voice and then the not so living voice, you know? Yeah, I'm so happy that you asked this question, actually, because this has been something that I, uh, for a long time, felt so deeply connected to and wanted to share with the world. And then there was a moment recently where I feel like I lost out of touch with that because I was feeling lost and stuck. And that ego mind of mine was just being so mean. And I think even in... uh, the episode recently where you and I were talking, it was around this time and I just was not feeling, you know, that, that voice that I don't like to, that, that voice that puts me down. Mm -hmm. She was pretty loud at that time. And, but it's amazing to have the spiritual tools. I, I realize now why I've done all this work and it's amazing what just having those tools even in there's a variety there are like there are hundreds of tools for us out there but only some of them will work for us and so it's just you know mm-hmm. trying to take it in whatever tools but I've been trying many tools for example uh, obviously a lot of people would turn to meditation yoga but even the simple things well writing a poem but even doing things that get me into alignment that make me feel good like for example this is silly, but watching the Ellen show, I don't know what it is, but something that makes it, she genuinely brings me joy because she'll do things. And if you watch, for example, when she is donating to schools that are just have really struggling and to see the tears in the kids' eyes or, yeah, we'll just in light, just watching moments like that and brings you so much joy. And then it gets you back into alignment and brings you, and that moment that you feel joy like true genuine joy you can hear yourself more and that's when I and so find whatever tool that does bring you that true genuine joy and happiness and then that's when you ask yourself like what is really going on and how can I best serve myself Mm -hmm. and then listen and it's usually a straight answer there's no what ifs or maybes or Mm -hmm. somewhat's if it's an answer, if it's from a darker place, it's a straightforward answer. And that answer feels good. It feels good. It feels yeah. so good. But I, I've recognized something and I really, really want people to understand this is that you will always, always, always be challenged. We're always, we're having a human experience that means we're going to experience suffering and then also we'll be tested when we do, especially when you want to, especially if you want to stand in and share a message with people, then I recognize like, then the universe really tests you. It's like, you really believe in this? For example, the shell, you know, you really, there was a time when I, it was, I felt like it was probably easy for me to be like, embrace your body, embrace her. And then I think the universe is like, you really want to be tested? And then she did test me 
And now I'm like, hell yeah. It took some time, but now I'm like, hell yeah. I Mm -hmm. love this body of mine. I'm so thankful that I'm able-bodied. And she's a sexy goddess. And it feels good. And I'm so thankful for her. I'm thankful for her. (laughs) I mean you. I mean her. I mean both of you. (laughs) I'm thankful for all of you. (laughs) All of me is thankful for all of you, too. Namaste. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so the not-so-rapid questions, indeed. Yeah, 30 minutes strong. Wait, seriously? What question number are you on? Uh, Oh, yes. I have your next one right here. Okay. This this one's going to be good. Who would you rather be besties with, marry, or have a one-night stand with. It's kind of like a, another play on... Kill, fuck, marry. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> be besties with, marry, or have a one-night stand with. Okay. All right, Allie. All right, all right. Oh, no. <laughs> Harry Potter, Draco, or Santa Claus? Wow. Thanks, Raquel. <laughs> um, wait, besties, marry, and one-night stand? Mm-hmm. Um, one night stand with Draco. Man, that was easy. Why did I put that in? Marry Harry, I guess, and then be besties with Santa Claus because just yeah, Mm, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be cool to be besties with Santa. Yeah. So, all right, there you go. (laughs) Um, Now, how about kill? Just kidding. (laughs) Wait, that's easy. No. no. <laughs> All right. Your three keys to happiness. Go. Oh, this is a fast one. I like that. My Raquel's three keys to happiness. Get into alignment. And that could be, you know, like the Ellen show, cup of tea, meditation, whatever. Three keys to happiness. So one, get into alignment. Two, really enjoy your food. Don't mindlessly eat. Like really enjoy every bite. All right. And three, surround yourself with people you love and love the shit out of everybody. All right. I like it. That's also just off the top of my head. If I were to write a book about that, I don't know if those would be the three keys. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, those are your three keys in yep. this present moment. So that in this works. Present moment. All right. If your entire life was a movie, what would the title be? And what actress would play you? And... What actor plays your husband? And let's say this movie's being made in 2030. Um, I don't know if I'll even be married, but... Okay. Or, I'm sorry, your life partner. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. We'll just look at this. Um, okay, so a movie. Okay, so title, actress, and husband. Um, title would be... Um... Let's see how this goes. Because <laughs> I feel like that's my mantra. I'm like, yeah, we'll just see how so this goes. Um, <laughs> actress would be Jennifer Lawrence. I just, there's yes. no one else that I could imagine. I uh, love her so much. So much. Husband, man, um, I haven't thought about like a, actor that I have a crush on in like a minute I haven't really gone to a movie in a minute um since my birthday yeah August 19th okay okay so I guess um who's the guy that plays Thor oh Chris 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 Hemsworth Hemsworth sure why not why not we'll go with him oh that yeah. could be my husband yeah he's my husband too <laughs> shoot we're gonna be sure i don't know about those i don't know if i love you but i don't think i could be sister wise with you well i'm sure we'll be able to clone people by then <laughs> um anyways moving on we <laughs> we hear all the time that we should be ourselves what does that mean how can we truly know who we are and then genuinely express ourselves Ooh, i really like this especially right now because recently I've realized I'm like yo I am myself a lot of time and sometimes though I just don't want to wear like let's say I'm not happy like I don't want to wear that on my sleeve but at the same time you got to authentically be yourself because people can energetically feel that and it Mm -hmm. would it'll be a turnoff so to just be yourself we're always evolving we're always shifting we're Mm -hmm. there's going to be moments where we are 
Yeah. And we all go through phases when it comes to who we are. So whoever, whatever you are authentically in that moment, like if you are just feeling chill, then just be chill. But how can you know what your true self is? We wear a lot of masks. But there is one part of our soul that really does feel and this is going to be in the simplest terms Mm -hmm. feel best the language of feeling feeling good okay so the language of feeling does this feel right or does does this feel fabricated does this feel forced does this feel is there something off when you're communicating with this person is there something that's off Then maybe, and you're trying to force something, maybe you're just not authentically being you. Maybe when you're writing stuff down and you want to write stuff down and it be a certain way, but it feels forced, then there you go. So listening to the wisdom of the body. Yep, the wisdom of the body, the language of love. Mm. The language of feeling is so much so much more powerful than what uh, any word or thought mm-hmm. or action you may take feeling is everything that would have been my answer too i love that oh all right well there we go all right pulling it up hit me i'm hitting you um but not too hard i promise Ooh, i like this a friend of yours wants to show up for her partner, her romantic significant other, though they feel unworthy of being with this person. They feel that what they have to offer right now is not enough. Yet, the person loves them so much anyway, but they want to leave because they don't feel worthy, but they don't want to leave because Mm -hmm. they love them. What would you advise this person to do in this situation? Here's something I'm learning is your way of loving someone may not be their way of loving you. And people can love you as deeply as they have found love, as they have allowed themselves to find love within. Um, And so I cannot love you more than I have found love within myself. It just wouldn't be genuine Um, because on the deepest layer, you know, on the most intimate level, we are each other. We talk about that all the time. Um, I think from my perception that the universe wants to experience itself in a physical way. I mean, what is cooler than a human life? To be able to touch and taste and connect and feel and smell and experience and love in these physical forms. What is more amazing than that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But we all have wounds right now um, that we're all just working on processing. And so my depth of love may be the size of like a coffee cup, but your depth of love may be the size of a sailboat. And, um, that just may not be aligning, you know, because I haven't allowed love to live within me at the level of depth that you have. And therefore our love is just not matching and knowing when to let go, when to just like give with an open heart and allow it to hurt and allow yourself to feel. And then knowing when to let go is everything. Um, so I would just say it's not personal and that every relationship deepens you as a person greatly. And so it's not wasted. Yeah. But like you said, listen to the language of feeling. Does it feel right in your body? Um, because sometimes we have this mentality of like, I'm going to stay no matter what. And I'm going to be there and figure this out. And maybe what that person needs is for you to walk away. Yeah. So listen to the language of feeling. It's not so easy to do. I know, Mm -mm. but, um, yeah. Goosebumps. (laughs) 
that's what Chicken I would say. Chicken skin, truth but, bumps. You know, I'm I'm just figuring things out as I go here. So if it resonates, that's great. It resonates for my heart, mm. at least. Um, okay. When I say the word God, what comes to your mind and what does that mean for you? The first three words that came into my mind, to be honest, were almighty creator. But then I was like, wow, is this from what society has instilled in my mind since childhood? Because my feeling towards God, my relationship towards God is so different than how I perceived God as a child. When I was a child, I thought this was a man in the sky that will decide our fate from for the afterlife, whether we're going to heaven or hell. And because I grew up Mormon as a child, it was what if I were gonna was I gonna make it to the top layer of heaven because there are seven heavens, um, and I'm not. Uh, judging anybody's religion like everybody believes in whatever resonates with anybody resonates but for me personally it's not about religion or a guy that is going to judge us or decide our fate for the afterlife but God is us and what is in with is with all of us and that language of feeling that we were talking about that's him or he she that's God, that's us, that's that's what creates the happiness, what creates the joy, what creates the trueness and the truth and love within us that is the love within us. God is the creator of all the beautiful things, the trees that we see outside, this beautiful storm that's nourishing the trees that are outside, yet at the same time, energetically and talking about the oneness that we're talking about earlier energetically somehow that nourishment of the trees is also nourishing us because Mm -hmm. it's all just so brilliantly uniquely designed to keep all things moving and alive and to help heal connections God is everything. God is love. That's how I see it. The universe, source, what I used to call higher self, now I just call self. Mm -hmm. Good answer. And everybody should read the book. Uh, It's actually on our little (laughs) video stand right there. Conversations Conversations with God. An Uncommon Dialogue with uh, Neil Donald Walsh. Wow. Mm -hmm. Where he has a conversation with God. um, And it's one of the most life-changing, life-shifting. Like, Talk about a perspective shift for your lens and your thoughts about your human experience and spiritual experience and God, him, her, self it's a must read and goes into depth about what and who God is I love it yeah alright um your question (sighs) Allie you've evolved at such a rapid pace over the course of this past year no like over a course of the past month, maybe a week, to be honest. Um, and you see this evolution on your Instagram. We see it. I'm sure Soul Tribe, if they're going to, inst- in- to scroll through your Instagram, they can see the evolution too. It's actually kind of fun to do for everybody uh, as everyone evolves, but you really capture it in your photos. And I think that that's what makes you stand out because you are just authentically you in the moment expressing who you are and what suits your soul in such a beautiful and artistic way so with that being said and with the way social media is today what does Instagram mean to you and it sounds like it could be such a silly question but 
Instagram's so powerful, let's be honest, with the way our world is today. So what does Instagram mean to you? What effect have have and what effect have you seen it take on others around you? And what message would you like to share with your followers? <laughs> Sorry, that was like three part question. But hey, you asked me lots of sub questions. I did. This is this is your karma. Oh um I've had a really interesting relationship with Instagram over the years. I think we're all very quick to judge it, but we're all a part of it. Um, And yes, you can get lost in comparison, but at the same time, when has there ever been a time in history where we have a voice like this? I can't think of one. Like, This is something you check for hours a day without realizing it. I mean, maybe not everyone, but a lot of people. It's constantly feeding in their subconscious. And what you focus on the most really becomes the way you think and it becomes who you are. And that's why it's very important to be mindful of who you follow. But also, um, it doesn't matter how big or small your audience is, like mindful of what you're posting because it's such an intricate connected platform um but we can literally change the world at any given moment it's not a corny thing to say we can and we already have um you know even the standard of beauty has shifted because of instagram yeah even the standard of travel like people are now traveling and just buying plane tickets on a whim more than ever before because we've seen others be able to do it and so we're watching these these people, um, these everyday relatable people that are not like just distant politicians or celebrities or whatever it is. Um, we're watching them live their lives. We know what they eat for breakfast every day. We know where they're going, what their dreams are. Um, and so in a sense, like you feel like, you know, them, they're your friend, they're your family, they're in your feed every single day. And so, um, just looking at the impact it's had is huge. And so I really, I'm trying my best to be mindful of what impact I'm making because it's a very delicate thing um, because I don't have all the answers and I am really trying my best to um, be of service in the most loving way possible. But I'm human and um I just keep praying for that. Like, how can I, how can I be of service? How can I share love on here? Because if I am only focused on myself and um, what I can gain from this, it's so isolating. Yeah. And I'll suffer. I'll suffer yeah. because this life is not about me. And it never has been. It's about all of us. Um, and so it there there's just this it's a very tricky balance yeah um and I see it a lot you know I'll try and respond to to every comment and like take a breath look at the comment and the person and like um kind of connect with their energy as much as I can for just a moment and reply to them um but at the same time what I'm sharing may not be of service it may not be taken in a good way I can't always control that and so I guess I'm just trying my best and my best looks different every day, but I'm trying. I love it. Yeah. And I think that you answered all three parts too. It definitely did. Wow. Oh, good. All right. Well, working on it. Um, What is the most spiritual experience you've ever had? I'm experiencing experiencing a spiritual experience right now. There's where every moment is spiritual. Define spiritual in this sentence. Based upon your definition. It, based upon my definition of spirituality is that being an evolving human being in their human soup but having just a human or a spirit there we're all spiritual beings having a human experience but every person that cares to evolve that cares to grow that 
cares about living a life for themselves, but for love for others. That's spirituality. You don't have to sit and meditate. You don't Mm -hmm. have to be a yogi. You don't have to go on to India to be more spiritual than anybody else. There's no certificate of achievement to be a spiritual person or being because we're all spiritual beings. Mm -hmm. Allie and I, we, as a lot of the listeners, if you have been listening to us from the beginning, you know that we went to find our souls in India (laughs) and we had a very spiritual experience there definitely because we were more tapped in. So or we were not, I'm not gonna say we were more tapped in, but we were very, we were just listening. We were listening a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We felt very, we felt like there that our souls were communicating more clearly to us because sometimes we can be influenced, which is fine, but having a spiritual experience. So in that sense, you know, when you are listening to your soul, listening to that language of feeling, Mm-hmm. that's having a spiritual experience and I've had many so my most I don't know but right now I feel like I'm having a spiritual experience I'm always having a spiritual experience I love now it. human experiences uh. <laughs> yeah alright last and final question wait was that my last question yeah lovely that was a good one. All your questions were great. Thank, thank you. you. Yours too. <laughs> well, thank you. We like should do this for a living. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. We should get it. We should start a podcast. We should start a podcast. It'd be it. so fun. We I just know. question people all day. Perfect. Oh my God. We could talk to the greatest people. We can, we can communicate. Oh, I love this. Okay. Last question. Question eight. By the way, guys, we chose eight because if you know us, we're crazy about numbers. Four. Eight, elevens, you know. Anyways. Allie, all your poems, your captions, your Instagram, your 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 podcast, <laughs> all of your creations, all of them, they're all erased on this earth. Your angels, they hand you a pen, and they hand you a journal with one paper, with one page, your beautiful journal, but with one page and you have to write down just one last message that you want to share with this world that you'll leave this world with, what would it be? It matters what you do, what you say, what you think, what you choose, whether you go right or left, it all matters even from the broadest cosmic lens you matter you you do and I don't think anyone fully understands the ripple effect we all have on each other but I would say that this life is not as long as you think it is and it will go by in the wink of an eye and for me at least um, the most clarity I have is when I'm thinking about how I can help other people Um, and through helping other people also just being honest about who I am and helping myself in that sense because I think it's like what came first the chicken or the egg like you help other people you help yourself you help yourself you help other people Um, so constantly being mindful of the why what your why is why are you doing this why are you making this decision what what's the impact of it Um, yeah, I would say that it it matters, it all matters. matters. And you have to radically believe that because honestly, everything that we have, um, from Instagram to the clothes I'm wearing was just an idea that someone was crazy enough to follow through with. Wow. Yeah. So that's all. (laughs) Uh, rapid fire 55 what? minutes <laughs> <laughs> 8 <laughs> questions well 16 questions 55 minutes that's how we roll and, all right 
um wait what a way to wrap up this podcast with yes. that last message thank you ali thank you i wrap you i love you and mm-hmm. soul tribe yomis rolling with, with the yomis. yomis we love you we love you We are so grateful you tuned into this podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and rate us on iTunes. Yes, and those of you who leave a rating and review, we want to share our gratitude by sending you a special gift. Just email info at yourownmagic.life and we will send you an exclusive meditation guided by the both of us. And make sure to say hi to us on Instagram. I'm at Ali Michelle L. Don't forget the random L at the end. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Raquel Mantra. Thank you. And have a magical day.